Today's reading is 1 Peter 5. As a fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings, and a partaker of the glory to be revealed, I appeal to the elders among you, be shepherds of God's flock that is among you, watching over them not out of compulsion, but because it is God's will, not out of greed, but out of eagerness, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Young men, in the same way, submit yourselves to your elders. And all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, so that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be sober-minded and alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in your faith and in the knowledge that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore you, secure you, and strengthen you and establish you. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Through Silvanus, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. The church in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you greetings, as does my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. This is God's word. As Peter closed his first letter to the persecuted believers scattered throughout modern-day Turkey, he urged the elders over these churches to lead God's people well. We see that in verses 1 through 4. In verses 5 through 7, he turned to you who are younger and commanded them to submit yourselves to your elders. That's the words of the NIV. My interpretation of this passage is that the younger refers to people in these churches who are not elders, that is, they were not God's ordained leaders for the church. Just as Christ referred to his disciples as my children, so Peter plays off the literal meaning of the office of elder, which he talks about in the opening part of this chapter, to speak to those who were not elders in the church. The command to people not leading the church then was to submit yourself to your elders. Submission in this context means to fall into line behind the leaders. It is about surrendering control of decision-making to someone else. Now, this doesn't mean taking orders from the elders of the church about every detail of your life. As elders, we have no business telling you to marry this person, to have four children or whatever, and we'll name them for you. We're not here to tell you to take that job or to take this one or whatever. Instead, the meaning of submit yourselves to your elders is to let the elders of the church lead the church. If the elders decide to start a ministry, support the ministry in whatever way you can. If the elders choose to shut down a ministry, especially one that you love, then understand that it is their decision to make before the Lord, not your decision. It also means listening to the wisdom of your elders in the moral aspects of your life. We as elders would never tell someone whom to marry. But we have told professing believers in our church not to marry or to date unbelievers. We have also told people in our church that we have concerns about someone they intend to marry who claims to be a Christian. Our goal is not to control their lives 
but to help them apply biblical truths. Sometimes people listen to us and do what we tell them is right. Those people have obeyed the command in this passage to submit yourselves to your elders. Others have pushed back hard at times against what we have told them. Inevitably, their pushback does not come from a place where they interpret the scriptures differently than us. The resistance we get as elders usually is about avoiding the application of scripture, not its interpretation. People are really good at justifying what they want to do. When we try to help them make godly and wise decisions, they will often give reasons why this biblical principle, which they know is true and admit is true, doesn't apply to them. People often think they are the exception to God's word. Sometimes God is gracious to them anyway, but more often than not, things turn out exactly as we warned them they would. If you have godly elders, like the ones described here in verses 1-4, through then you can trust them. Submission is about trust. It is not about agreement. It takes no effort to submit to someone that you agree with. You've both made the same decision. There's no submission involved. No submission only happens when you disagree. You want something different from what your leaders think is wise and best. If you trust them and trust the Lord's command here in 1 Peter 5, 5, you will do what your elders advise you to do because A, you know that they want to glorify the Lord. B, you believe that they want what's best for you, which is the will of God. And C, because the Lord commands you to submit. That takes humility, and verses 5b and 6 talk about that, and it is never easy. But look at the Lord's promise. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's almighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. That's verses 6 and 7 in the NIV. Could you benefit from some godly counsel in your life right now? Are you making decisions within the will of God? Or are you hoping to be an exception? Godly leadership in the family and in the church will protect you from bad choices, from the self-deception that operates so powerfully within us all. So do yourself a favor. Seek counsel from your elders and submit to what they tell you. We are not perfect or infallible, but we do know the scriptures. We want to see God glorified. We desire the very best for you, and we have seen a ton of stuff over the years. Is it wise to ignore all of that? I don't think so, and I hope you'll agree. So consider your life. Consider the godly counsel that your elders may be giving you or that you should seek from them, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.